Hello, and welcome to Thank You for Toilet Paper, a history of the little things, a podcast where we talk about a few things to be grateful for and the history and stories behind them. I'm your host, Elizabeth Miller. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. Growing up, our next door neighbors had a set of swings in their backyard. Our two yards were joined without a fence, and they were kind enough to let us play on their swing set all growing up. It had a pair of swings, a teeter-totter, a trapeze bar, and a rope that you could climb up and swing down from. We'd often climb up the various supporting beams and stand on the top and then swing down with the rope. We'd play a large variety of games on the swings, from Tarzan, the only thing to do with a rope, swing really, to pretending we were flying. We'd play on the teeter-totter a lot as well. In fact, one time while playing, my youngest brother was accidentally launched off of the teeter-totter and into the air and just, like, flew. (laughs) And my mother happened to be there and caught him. It was amazing. 10 out of 10. At school, swings were another huge part of play. We had a tire swing when I was really young, and that tire swing was a little bit different than, like, the one that hangs straight down with the tire standing up. I don't really know how to describe the proper positioning of a tire, but you know, standing up. Uh, This one was hung from the center of a support pole and hung so that it laid flat like a donut. Then a child would stand in the middle and all the other kids would sit on the sides of the tire and the kid in the middle would spin the tire as fast as they could while all the kids sitting on the tire held on. It was magical. My favorite move was the one that we called the ballerina and I felt like I was pretty good at this game. On the normal swings, there were a lot of other games to play. First off, getting high enough that you would just like float in the air for that second and then drop back into your seat. If you ended up matching with someone on the swing, swinging at the same speed and same rate, we used to call that being married. Uh, Many kids would also do flips off the swings. My younger brother was especially adept at this. He could do flips and twists and jumps with incredible talent. Swings were always a good place to sit and think, to get some perspective on the world and take a break from its problems. So today, in honor of playground fun and a little time to forget about life's worries, let's give some love for swings. So when it comes to like the overall invention of swings, we don't really know how that got started because they've been around for so long. In Asia, the earliest known swings date back to the spring and autumn period, which is about 771 through 476 BCE. In the Han Dynasty, swinging became part of performances for the Duangwu Festival and the Qingming Festivals. By the Song Dynasty, these performances even saw acrobats involved who would swing between boats over water. Middle Eastern art depicts swings, and these date back to over 1000 BCE. An art piece from the ancient Minoan society dates back to between 1450 and 1300 BCE, and it depicts an ancient swing. In Europe, the earliest representations we find of swings come from a terracotta sculpture in Greece. This sculpture is of a woman sitting on a swing, and it dates back to around 1450 through 1300 BCE as well. When it comes to our more modern version of swings, this invention is mostly attributed to Englishman Charles Wicksteed. One of the prototypes for his swing was discovered in England and dates back to the early 1920s. But there had been designs prior to that from other inventors from about like 1885 onward. Estonia boasts a sport involving swings that dates back to 1993. This sport is called kicking, and it was invented by Otto Kosk. 
In this game, players get on a long swing with steel bars for the arms of the swing. The goal is to swing around the spindle with the longest shaft possible. So the spindle being kind of that support beam and the shafts being the arms of the swing. And the aim is to complete a full 360 degree rotation all the way around the bar, basically, which is what I always wanted to do as a kid, but like couldn't because we had chains on our swing. So like that didn't work very well. And I just never got up to speed and it was scary. So <laughs> didn't ever quite complete that, but I wanted to. And now I know I got to go to Estonia to do this. The current world record of the longest shafts. So that's kind of how they like judge how excellent you are at this is held by Sven Saraper with a shaft of 7.83 meters. Estonia has a longer history of swinging outside of Kiking, with village and rural swings being a part of the culture for a good long while. Across the pond in the United States, swings were installed along with the playground movement that started in the early 1900s and really hit its stride by the mid-1900s. Please note that I avoided the chance to say it came into full swing, so, you know, I tried. <laughs> In the 1970s, the public became more concerned for child safety on playsets, including swings, which led to replacing swings with a more child-friendly wood and resin design. Before we got official playgrounds, however, pioneers in the United States would make swings out of a rope and a stick and tie it to trees as they made their way across the plains and wherever they were going. It is important, of course, to be careful when on a swing, as injuries can come from falling off or jumping off or other possible injuries. But swinging also helps children develop a child's sensory system and teaches body awareness. Swinging also helps work out the body. You know, you're pumping with your legs, you're holding on for dear life with your arms. Swinging involves a lot of kinetic energy. In fact, the kinetic energy is about 200 pounds. There are, of course, a number of different types of swings, like tire swings, knotted swings, rope swings, and hammocks, just to name a few. There are also web swings that allow children to move in more than one direction than just back and forth. New Zealand also boasts an extreme swing called the Nevis Swing. This swing is for outdoor thrill seekers to try and gives the rider a 300-meter arc. The Nevis Swing claims to be the most famous swing in the world. However, a new swing in China is a hot contender for the title. It is called Longgang and is hung from a huge 108-meter-high rainbow-colored arch. It claims the title of the largest and fastest swing. The world's tallest swing, however, is found in Bollywood Park, Dubai, and is 460 feet high. Swinging can also help reduce stress. That's one benefit I'm very familiar with. So whether you are using it for thrills and to raise that adrenaline or to lower your stress levels, swings have been something that we have turned to for centuries upon centuries. And I, for one, am very grateful for all the quiet moments that I've had swinging and feeling like I was just a little bit closer to flying. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you have a marvelous day and go find a swing and de-stress. <laughs> Take care. Thank <laughs> you.